Welcome to Retention Chronicles, a podcast sponsored by Malomo, a shipment tracking platform that helps e-commerce brands turn order tracking from a cost center into a profitable marketing channel. Today on Retention Chronicles, we are joined by Zach Nemec, Director of Administrative Services at Bariatric Fusion, a supplements company specifically designed for customers who are also affectionately known as patients within the bariatric fusion community who have undergone bariatric surgery. You can almost feel the authenticity seep through the microphone as Zach shares about the care and community bariatric fusion provides their patients with. In addition to sharing how bariatric fusion listens to their customers with features such as access to a product recommendation email, health questionnaires, and recipe quizzes, Zach also shares about meeting the needs of their patients. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit, a lot of bariatric fusion patients relied on support groups. And so when those were put on pause, Zach saw the need for these support groups for their patients. And in order to provide value and fill that hole that had been left by the pandemic, because there's no longer in-person events, He swiftly acted to institute a virtual support group so that the bariatric fusion community, even with in-person support groups being removed, they were able to have some, they were able to foster some aspects of community virtually. This has even continued as in-person events have started to resume, which only speaks to the power that these support groups and the bariatric fusion community has as a whole. This is a phenomenal understanding of how to understand your customers and add value to their life so that your brand creates a community for your people. And as stated in the episode, the goal should be to make a brand community that is so loved that when and if someone walks away, they feel homesick. With that, make sure to listen to the full episode, give us your feedback and subscribe and make sure that you tune in for up and coming episodes. So welcome to Retention Chronicles. Today we have Zach on with us and welcome. Thank you so much for being here. We're super excited. Love to just, you know, have you tell everyone about your position and where you work and your experience. So welcome, Zach. Thank you. Thank you. Um, My name is Zach Nemec. I am the Director of Administrative Services for a supplement company called Bariatric Fusion. Um, you know, we're an e-commerce uh, company online, and you know, we we deal with pa- uh, patients in particular who've had uh, weight loss surgery. The, the actual technical term is bariatric surgery, but you know, it's a very niche market in the e-commerce world. So you can imagine why retention would be uh, very important to us. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's why, of course, we asked you to be on here is to speak all about retention. And I know we want to focus on authenticity and in the the e-commerce industry, especially, but then the supplement industry as well. It's super, super impactful and important to your customers to have that authenticity. So I was hoping that, you know, you could just describe what does that look like for your brand and how you define authenticity? Yeah. So before like, I get into my actual answer, I'm going to tell everyone to hit pause on the recording of the podcast uh, or listening to the podcast that is, 
and go and watch the movie Patch Adams if they haven't watched it already. And and the reason being is there's a there's a quote in that movie that I kind of use both in my own personal life and in business itself. And that that quote is uh, you treat uh, illness, you win or you lose. You treat a person, you win every time. And there's nothing more authentic than that. So, um, you know, I kind of like to live by that and also bring that to any company that I work for. So with that being said, you know, authenticity in a brand is always about treating uh, whether it's you consider them a customer or for us, all of our customers, we consider patients. So it's, it's about treating people at the very core and making sure that you are doing right by them. And um, that's a very powerful brand persona, as, but it's also very powerful when you lead with that authenticity. Everyone in your organization wants to bring that same level of uh, work ethic to the table. And it makes it honestly that much easier to be authentic then. Um, it's not a competing personality or goal. It's everyone is working to support our, our end user. Mm -hmm. I love that distinction that you made between customers and patients. I think it's very important to first and foremost, take care of people as a whole. And that's why I, I love that quote. I have never heard it, but yeah, thank you for sharing. And you said that for your customers, you really want to make sure that you um, are portraying that authenticity. So how do you approach doing so? What, what are you sharing with your customers or your patients, as you said? So it, for us, it's really being supportive of, of what they've chosen to do with their life. Um, bariatric surgery is not an easy decision to get, and there are many reasons why people end up, you know, uh, getting it. And some of it is because they really medically, their doctor is telling them, this is your only option, or some of them, you know, like myself, because uh, I'm a patient myself too, you know, we're just heavy most of our lives and we wanted to do something about it. So, uh, and there's unfortunately a lot of stigma still out there that people pick on people who've had bariatric surgery because they think they took the easy way out, which is absolutely not true because I don't know about you, but surgery isn't an easy thing. So um, I just, anyone who's listening, if you still have that opinion, let's correct that too. But um, For uh, sure, yeah. you know, it's it, again about the support and providing, providing that. And um, we at our company, we were, you know, thinking about, you know, from the marketing standpoint, you know, taglines and everything like that. Ours is one of ours is uh, your bariatric journey continuous here. And if you want to break that down, it's because their journey started the moment they decided to have surgery. Our goal is to be supportive of them on that journey and be there every step of the way, because we know that a journey is just that a series of steps, It you know, um, and they often need our products for life um, because the types of surgery that are offered could cause nutritional deficiencies. So, you know, for many of our patients, we are a lifelong partner of theirs. And that's that drives that authenticity because we know that, you know, their lives are going to continue to change and we need to be 
a trusted friend and advisor every step of the way for them. Right. And I, I can just, you know, as you speak about it, I hear the authentic authenticity in your voice, you know, <laughs> speaking out about the journey and how you try and connect with your patients and those that, you know, you are on this lifelong journey with. And so, of course, we want to honor the confidentiality, but I'm curious if you could speak to, you know, how do you instigate that relationship when you're first speaking to a new patient or trying to connect and give them that support network? Well, um, you know, really, it, my website speaks for it all. I mean, uh, it's just packed with resources and, and that's really what it needs to be. Um, you know, we have everything from blog posts on there uh, that are both nutritional based content written by dietitians to recipes. Uh, and then, you know, we even have our own podcast called The Berry Heart of It. And our goal of it is to get to the heart of all things bariatrics for our patients. So uh, again, it, it's it's all right there. That we're, we're constantly offering the content uh, that you know the patients need, and and that's just being there for them. Right. Yeah, and making sure that it's like you said, easily accessible right mm -hmm. on that web page and that you're constantly, you know, giving and providing that content is very important. And I did look at your website and all the awesome blogs that you uh, have at Bariatric Fusion. And one of the things I also saw was the mission that Bariatric Fusion really um, holds itself to of having, you know, like a great taste and it's an affordable supplement and, you know, it's medically trusted and created. So, mm -hmm. you know, what was the, I guess the intentionality or why do you think that that's important for your customer journey and retention as to why you have that uh, mission statement so clearly um, publicized on your website? Uh, well, it's quite simple. Transparency. It's another factor of authenticity. And that is the main goal of Bariatric Fusion since the day it's been founded is to offer a great sustainable product to the patient that, you know, is going to be consistent for them and be uh you know kind of a staple in their journey and uh it was created by our founder mark who was a, a physician's assistant in a bariatric office uh because he noticed that his patients were not being compliant because they had to reach for so many different products every month so it was born out of solving problems for patients to begin with so taste affordability all of that remains a staple and we want people to know that that as times continue on we're sticking with our mission right and i i love that so eloquently said and i think that too goes into you know understanding your customers and i think that's why you know your team that's such a great aspect because you have so many different um, backgrounds and personalities that are all contributing and bringing you know different elements to the bariatric fusion team that will then of course help understand the plethora of patients that you all are dealing with and before you know we get into that background of your team and you know what they reflect in your brand i would love to also understand the the social mission that you guys have about donating to i believe it's um, a program in buffalo where your headquarters mm -hmm. is but it's to help fight childhood obesity and so i think that also plays a major role into 
patients and trusting that the supplements that they're taking are not only going to help them but help others so if you could walk us through you know like what you've seen um, the benefits of that as just a company and just an organization being able to contribute to that would be awesome yeah um so fusion cares is our um, giving back initiative and uh, we give to the Oshai's Children's Hospital in Buffalo, New York, and it, they have a program designed to help combat uh, childhood obesity. And for many of our patients, they know that obesity starts at a young age now and more than ever. Um, so why not help combat that so that we can hopefully work to prevent these children from growing up to need to have surgery that it's kind of a sensitive thing um, it, it, and it's really just a strong mission to have mm -hmm. yeah and I, I too think that that genuine care about trying to you know better the world around us and have that organization that you're also so important uh, that it's also so important to your brand is just something that also ties it back into that authenticity. And I can imagine your patients and team alike appreciate having that, you know, that avenue um, to also give back. Yeah, well, on, on the notion of both the team and the customer base, um, we we have one of our, our sayings is the fusion family. And it's not just our employees, it's every single person that's ever come in contact with our brand, mm -hmm. whether you've purchased or not. If you've just interacted with us, we considered them a member of the Fusion family. And it, you know, some people might have stumbled on our site and found a blog that helped them or a podcast episode, or they found the perfect supplement that works for them for their bariatric journey. Then we've succeeded and they've joined our family. I love that. That's that's so beautiful, you know, that it's it isn't just the product, but also the content that that really rounds out that that family approach and going along with that i would love to just understand from the team aspect because i i think we've talked a lot about the patient and you know what the mission statement can do there but i would love to know like as a team how do you ensure that everyone is on the same page and really uh oriented to helping that fusion family it's usually all about communication in today's mm. world is always making sure that you're you're meeting and and revising things in real time to make sure that we can achieve the goal we're setting out to achieve so uh, i think we're very blessed to have the team that we have from diverse backgrounds and uh, we all work really well together as a family mm -hmm. that is amazing and I think too something that goes along with that is making sure that like you said the team and patients alike no one falls through the cracks so along that line of communication how are you making sure that you are both communicating to your team and then also to patients just about like important updates about supplements or important initiatives that you're rolling out well you you, you gotta it again, kind of, kind of comes back to the, the nucleus of communication. Um, communication with a patient looks a little bit different than internal communications, obviously, but um, being visible uh, when it comes to the patient is, is huge. So we have numerous sources uh, that we get uh, content pushed out, the website being a big one, but uh, you know, you have your tools like SMS and email um, and just you know, anything personalized for that patient as well. 
and then internally it's making sure that you're meeting enough to but not too much <laughs> to to make sure that you're aligned so uh that that's really the difference between the two is you know internally making sure that you're aligned and then making sure you have enough uh outlets to get that information out Right, and I'm, I'm hoping you could walk us through the typical customer journey or patient journey in your case that you're seeing. So the communications, so you mentioned SMS and emailing, you know, just so we could get a little bit of an insider scoop as to what, what communication is, I guess, rolled out at specific times right from when you get a new patient. Yeah, no, uh, you know, email should be a, a, a staple of everyone's, uh, you know, retention playbook, if you will. Um, it, you know, whoever said email marketing or emails are dying and being replaced, I, I would really like to see the numbers on that because uh, my inbox is full every day. And, you know, I have definitely bought things off of emails more so mm -hmm. than other things as of late. Um, that doesn't mean you discount the other channels as well. And I will not deny that channels like SMS and Facebook Messenger and things like those channels are certainly growing and becoming way more important. Another trend shift that, you know, I think we're kind of seeing too is a move away from social ads because uh, Apple kind of disrupted that whole uh, world. And then on top of it, uh, recently, because by the time this episode comes out, <laughs> um, you know, there was the big Facebook and Instagram outage mm -hmm. um, and businesses suffered from that. So, uh, you know, I think you need to build a stack and, and, you know, everyone has that term marketing stack, but there's almost stacks within your stacks, you know, is when is the channel appropriate? and you know how many channels can you hit with that you know one time too and the the real thing here is, is everybody's brand is going to be different um because some people's customers are going to say one email or a, a, a text within two days is too much for me depending on who your your person is um you know otherwise when you have an audience that is hungry for content not just sales information you have the ability to send them a couple emails a week maybe a text maybe a push notification things like that so part of that is testing your audience and their tolerance um and it's a very delicate medium to do but you know it's hard to say what everyone's journey is because you know people opt into different things too to what suits their delight really um i know there are customers who I have that have opted out of email, but are on text messages because they like the frequency that they go out um, and they still get the information that they're looking for. Right. I think you brought up a great point of you have to have that aspect of letting people tailor the experience to them. And that is not going to be a blanket statement or a blanket approach for any one person. And so I'm hoping you could dive into how you test for the best communication or how you personalize that experience for different customers? Well, you know, I, I believe the customer should be always in the driver's seat. And I, I, I think our patients should be in the driver's seat of what works for them. And I'm proud that 
Um, we are uh, the only bariatric supplement company that offers a vitamin recommendation quiz on our website. And the patient gets to choose their own pathway um, in, and our results that spits out uh, helps to recommend all the products that they would need to keep them compliant um, within the ASMBS, which is the American Society for uh, Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery, uh, their guidelines, their nutritional guidelines, depending on the type of surgery. So, you know, putting that patient in the driver's seat on what they want is is at the, the mainstay. Uh, yeah, I think that's one of the beautiful things about personalizing that journey is that you can have that customer or that patient allow themselves to say like, this is what I want my experience to be within bariatric fusion. And I love that you mentioned too, that you have that survey, because I think surveys, whatever industry you're in are super important, but I can imagine that they're even more important when you're dealing with supplements, right? Because that is something that is so unique to each customer. And so, you know, when, when you started rolling out um, those surveys, did you have any other initiatives as far as trying to understand the customer and see what works best for them? Yeah, we made more. Yeah. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm, I'm very thrilled uh, to say that putting them in the driver's seat, they wanted more control over their experience. So what do you do? You give them more control over their experience. Um, you know, they wanted the ability to build a, a bundle of some sort. So we gave it to them using those same quiz building tools. And now we even have um, a recipe quiz on the site where they can type or not type, but uh, choose, um, you know, their flavor interests. And it will spit out one of our blog posts to them um, whether it's a shake recipe in particular, uh, the products that relate to that recipe as well. So they know what they would need to, to produce what they were looking for. So, you know, sometimes you got to get creative with how you display your content. Um, but, you know, again, put your customer in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. I haven't heard, you know, that, um, that build your own recipe approach I don't think ever. So <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, awesome. Try it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll have to. <laughs> um, it, it sounds fascinating. And I think this all, you know, it circles back. Of course, we've been talking a lot about the patient and the communication approaches that you can have. Um, and I think this all wonderfully ties into authenticity where we started out about making sure that your brand is putting that patient first. Right. And so, I think with retention, why it's such a like umbrella um, approach or a strategic approach is that everything seems to tie together, right? So one survey will affect a customer's experience in multiple ways and you can't ever pinpoint where. And I think one thing that's really important to keep in mind is if you're having all of these different, um, different surveys and different approaches, then you actually want to follow through with the customer and make sure that you know you're not um, providing all this amazing content, but then the product when they get it, it doesn't match the expectations that they have. And so at Bariatric Fusion, you know, how do you ensure that the product itself is a dependable resource for your patients? The easiest part is we have a, a world-class scientific advisory board 
and um, they they help us, they guide us, uh, and they help us navigate those guidelines I previously mentioned. Um, and we we just make sure that we put out that quality product when we manufacture it as well. But um, one of our uh, doctors on our advisory panel is uh, Dr. Lillian Craig's Dino. Uh, and she is a world-renowned uh, dietitian, and she is the co-author of those guidelines. So when you have someone who helped write the guidelines, uh, making sure your products adhere to the guidelines, and also she works with real patients on a daily basis still, um, you know, you you have the ear, you have the voice of that community, and we're held to a higher standard by someone who not only writes the guidelines again, but you know, you know, works with it for her patients too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love that initiative on your front of making sure that you have someone who is super connected to the patients, and like you said, interacting with them every day and keeping you know your team accountable to those um, to those different guidelines that you mentioned. And so with that, from what I can tell with all the success stories that you have on your website, it's part of the content creation that you have. Um, but why did you, you know, why do you have those success stories on the website? And how does that, you know, just help put perhaps new customers at ease when they see those real success stories? it goes back to the simple saying of life's a journey. Mm -hmm. um, everyone's pathway on the road to bariatric surgery is going to be a little bit different because uh, humans are remarkably, remarkably similar, but also remarkably different. And, you know, we have guidelines and, and suggestions because, but it's funny because everyone's body acts a little bit differently in the end. And we want people to know that, you know, it, they shouldn't always just be listening to us why don't they listen to people who've gone through it too and that's part of being authentic is don't let us always speak for it is let other people the patient let other patients speak for it too and um hear what they've gone through hear their successes hear their struggles it's not always smooth sailing we don't try to you know you know hide that again it, journeys are bumpy <laughs> too right yeah. um so it, it, it's about putting it all out there visibly i mean we even have an email address established uh that people can send their ideas to us um because one of the biggest things that i think is important that you could do as a brand is have your listening ears on at all times mm -hmm. and you this is exactly the next thing that i wanted to ask you about so <laughs> kudos to you but i love you know that you have that email for already putting it out there to listen to your customers so in addition to that email you know or what you've seen from it trends and whatnot how does that help your approach in going forward with new initiatives or new strategies within the team well let me let me actually just paint a picture please do because yeah. um we all know that there's this thing called covid going on yeah crazy right <laughs> uh, and you know we're we're two years deep and hopefully not three um but the patients are very reliant on something called support groups um and when the world shut down so did these support groups yeah how many messages did you think i got about what am i gonna do mm -hmm. 
I'm sure. So what have we what have we done almost uh, pretty much every month since May of 2019? Uh or not 2019, excuse me, 2020 pandemic. My, my years are all messed up now. <laughs> what day is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um but we've held a Facebook Live support group every month bringing different people on whether they're from in our company or uh, outside medical professionals to even Dr. Lillian, who I mentioned a little while ago, uh, has been a guest several times. Mm -hmm. We've provided that resource because of the feedback and using, using our listening ears. And, you know, at first we thought, oh, we'll do this for a couple of months until the in-person support groups uh, are, are back. And guess what? They came back and we're still doing it because our audience is only getting bigger. Mm -hmm. We've created an additional resource born out of something that we thought we didn't even need uh, for longer than a couple of months. And quite honestly, I actually host it uh, and I love doing it because I get to interact with people all over the country and the world. They get to tell me what their struggles are and what they want to hear from us all the time. And I got to just say, as someone working from the company, uh, and not even just that, as a patient myself, I'll boil it down to, it is always refreshing to me to see how tight-knit the bariatric community is and how patients are always willing to help one another and be a resource to one another. And uh, I'm truly blessed that I get to partake in that, not only as someone who works in the industry, but as a patient myself. What a lovely picture that you just painted. It warms my heart to hear that. And support groups, I think, you know, with COVID, any, anyone and everyone needs that. And so that's, I'm so happy to hear that, like you said, it was something that was born out of an unfortunate event, but that will hopefully continue to have a plethora of benefits for multiple people. So, you know, I, I thank you for sharing just so much about that and being able to really be a leader when it comes to listening to your customers and having uh, the initiative to do so. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it really, uh, brands that don't listen, um, are going to struggle with retention. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you can have a great product and offer, uh, you know, great experience on your site. Um, that carries you for a while. But when there's a lack of innovation, a lack of listening, uh, a lack of watching what, you know, your market is doing or what your customers want, um, brands run into trouble and they start to see their, their customers going elsewhere for what they're yearning for. Um, so, you know, you, you have to be mindful of all of that. And you also have to be mindful of going back to what your mission was in the first place and, and never straying too far uh, from the sidewalks. <laughs> I think that's a song. <laughs> <laughs> a great one, if that. Yeah. And great for advice <laughs> alike. Um, and, you know, we've been talking, of course, about authenticity and just the customer journey in general and really um, patient focused, which I think that just speaks so loudly to the bariatric fusion community that you all have established. And I would love to also get your perspective on perhaps more of the trend side of things, you know, so when you're building out um, these 
initiatives for customer retention? What are the usual, I guess, what are the usual things that you're hearing from customers that they want more of? Um, you know, it, it, it's it's a lot of it's product driven too mm -hmm. in today's in today's world of, hey, we want this in this flavor or we want um, this product that you don't have. In fact, again, we have that idea's email address, so our listening ears are on. And I'm proud to say, this past August, we had brought our most requested product to a reality because of that. Um, and that was because of social listening online, the emails that were coming in, um, phone calls that our customer service team and our sales reps have been getting. Um, and we brought our collagen, multi-collagen protein powder into existence this year because it was a need that was established by our patients and um, it, it came to fruition. And um, we've had other products in the past that we've uh, brought to the table because, you know, it, they've been requested. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's kind of that perfect example of, you know, making that stack, if you will, and, and uh, you know, bringing things into reality when your customers are requesting them. Now, there's the other side of it too is of you know building your own internal stack as i mentioned previously and um you know i also say don't don't just discount you know the sub stacks uh make a stack within your stack um and, and i know that sounds silly or a, a little redundant if you will but uh, the way i like to picture it is you should make your macro stack and then you know, that, that's really your big ones. That's your email, your text, um, you know, any content you're, you're looking to push out, um, those quizzes. Mm -hmm. But then you need to look within that. And when is the right time? Determine your timing, determining your audience for that particular piece of content. Don't be afraid to sit down and really look at those things. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, listening not just for product too, um, or service, if you're a service company uh, and you offer a service, don't just always listen for those new services or new products too. Um, listen to the feedback your customers are getting or, or responding to your marketing. Um, I bet you that if you have you know, your responses on and inboxes set up and people respond, you might see unsubscribe me from this list or stop texting me or stop messaging that's natural everyone you know you're always going to get unsubscribes don't think you're going to live in this perfect world where everyone wants every single piece of content you're ever going to put out there one of the most humbling things that you can know as a marketer is you can think that you have a brilliant piece of content and it's going to go over like a lead balloon sometimes <laughs> um just take it in stride um don't get discouraged but when you start to get a lot of those messages that says hey you're messaging me too much pause listen evaluate you might not actually be you might just be for that one particular person it might be too much for them so find something that works for that customer um but don't be super reactive with your overall 
your strategy. You want to always be proactive when it comes to that, that retention stack and do right by as many customers as possible, so to speak. Um, and then adjust for the ones that you need to. Mm -hmm. That's phenomenal advice. Thank you for sharing. Just having those uh, tidbits are great and been speaking about of course, listening to your customers and whatnot and how that all relates to the authenticity of a brand. And so I'd love to also get your perspective on the customer retention piece and really dive into that of, you know, what is your thought process while you're trying to build out that customer retention strategy? Well, uh, you know, again, for me, it might be a little bit easier because uh, being such a niche field that we are, we already understand from the beginning that this is a product that customers, patients, if you will, um, should be taking for life. Mm -hmm. Right. So what should our goal be aside from that? Well, retaining them for life, if you will. So you have to get creative on what retention looks like for you too. So for us, it's, it's being that trusted friend and advisor. Um, every every person in our company helps to make up what our brand is again we're all family every patient helps to make up what our brand is when you have that authenticity it is so powerful in keeping people there mm -hmm. um but on that same note for us being in a niche field Again, I know people are going to get sick of this and think, God, I'm just being repetitive. Listening is key in the retention of, of a customer here. It's not just always about promos and discounts and, and specials when it comes to that. I know, I know people think that um, deals and sales are always key to, to retaining your customers. And don't get me wrong, I won't discount that, <laughs> so to speak. There's my cheesy pun of the day for you. Amazing. But, um, <laughs> And often those things are key in bringing new customers on. So that's a different side of the stack or a different side of the coin, if you will. You you gotta really make it difficult for someone to want to leave your brand. Yeah. Um, and and uh, you know, picture picture this uh, uh, as my metaphor here for those listening is you know make it a place that is so loved that when you walk away you're homesick mm -hmm. and um that's what we strive for right yeah that's what i mean that's a great <laughs> goal to strive for <laughs> but but it, that but in order to get there mm -hmm. it, again i hate to say it it comes back to listening you have to understand who is coming to you. And uh, I think for me, it might be a little bit easier in knowing that my what my market is and know I'm a patient myself. So I can sympathize and relate um, with our with our audience. Um, you know, I think there's a little bit of a different customer. I, I bet you Amazon has a heck of a time determining who actually their, their customer is because it's like everyone, but what yeah. reason is someone coming to Amazon for a product, you know, versus the, the reason people are coming for our site is pretty clear. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. And so would you say, you know, at the foundation of that strategy is truly listening to your customers and going from there? Because I think that's a great place to be. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you know, there's an old adage in politics, if you will, of the voice of the people. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's the voice of the patient for us. Yeah, uh, you know, just just listen and uh, build a roadmap then around listening and for us um, putting our patient in the driver's seat of their journey and uh, you know if you are someone who likes NASCAR references then we're you're the pit crew for uh -huh. them you know um, as a company we're just here to support them and oh yeah we happen to sell the supplement you need too but um, you know I think that really is our goal is being supportive on on someone's life altering journey. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I truly can see that that is where all of your strategy comes from is truly listening because you have those initiatives set in place. But then it just, you know, it sounds like such an awesome community and you've shared so many niche aspects about your supplements and your community that you strive for. But I know just listening it, you know, to it myself, it it's truly amazing. So thank you for sharing. And I have one last question for you. You've given so much advice already, <laughs> but if you just had one, one little tidbit to share, you know, what would it be? What's something that you take with you day to day or when you're trying to just approach something new about uh, customer retention and staying authentic? Well, I, I mean, I'll go back to that quote from earlier again, in case someone missed it of, uh, you know, if you treat a person, uh, you win every time. Um, but I'm going to take that one step further and don't be afraid to not always prioritize getting the sale. Mm -hmm. Prioritize your customer, your audience, and you should get the sale you're looking for. You should get the retention you're looking for. I love that. It's such a great, lovely note to end on. But formally, I'd like to say thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with us. It has been awesome. Of Highlight of my day for sure. So thank you, Zach. And everyone check out Malomo too, because, <laughs> you know, they're uh, in, an incredible service. Uh, so make sure you learn about what they do. Thank you. We deeply appreciate that. And that brings us to our fact check. So the first fact that I have is from the quote that Zach is about Patch Adams. And so I just wanted to get a little background on that. Seeing as some people like myself might not get that direct reference. Um, there's a movie that was made about him called Patch Adams and the late Robin Williams plays him. But Patch Adams or also known as Hunter Doherty, was an American physician, comedian, social activist, and author. And during the episode, Zach quotes this. So the direct quote is, you treat an illness, you win, you lose. You treat a person, I guarantee you, you'll win no matter the outcome. So it was a very sweet and intentional quote to add. And I really, I really appreciated it and liked the sentiment. The next fact I wanted to check was around the 
program that Bariatric Fusion donates to, and they've donated almost $11,000 to help combat childhood obesity. And the next fact was surrounding if email marketing was dying. Now, Zach himself didn't quote any numbers, but I was in fact curious. And so I found a HubSpot article which said that email isn't dead, but some of the old practices are. So I thought it'd be interesting just to run through those. And they said those dead practices, as they're calling them, are impersonal subject lines, ignoring GDPR standards, so general data protection regulation, using templates that aren't mobile friendly, poor design in your email and not strategically using metrics. So as any email marketer will tell you, email marketing is not dead, it's just always evolving. The last fact that I had to check was one of the members of the Bariatric Fusion team, and that was Dr. Lillian Craig-Stino. So as Zach states in the episode, she is one of the doctors that they consult and that is on their board. With that, that's the end of our fact check. Uh, so make sure to tell us your comments as always and subscribe till next time.